What's up, Bottom Nation? Bottom Nation. What's up, Bottom Nation? I hope you didn't turn the volume up for that because that would have been a rude awakening. Uh, yes, another week, another pod. And I'm coming to a bunch of places. I'm coming to Pittsburgh. I am coming to Madison, Wisconsin, Southern California. We're lining updates for upstate New York. We're lining updates for other places. And I'm shooting my special in Chicago. So get on the text alert for that. Patreon.com slash WHGS. We are going full steam on recording a bonus episode every week for you guys. So we're going to be getting those four bonus episodes to you very soon every month. Thank you for your patience during this transitional period. Yeah. And then today, we have a comedian and friend of mine, Bailey Pope, on the episode. We get, it's the last episode recorded in my old apartment, which is super cute. Uh, Bailey's story is so great. We get into coming out as trans during her marriage and then also some ghost hunting. So a great mix, a little mixy mix of things. Okay, I, I love you. Thank you. Thank you for, for being a part of, of my life. Listener, this episode is brought to you by Helix, my absolute favorite mattress. I am getting the best sleep of my life on a Helix. And you can too if you go over and take their little quiz. Their two-minute quiz is going to match you with the perfect mattress for you. And you'll be sleeping like a baby in no time. And right now, Helix is offering 25% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gaysex and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. So when I first came out as trans, I was going to like sex parties in the city here. And like they were like have like incredible parties like really sweet like people like very like supportive and like it was like where I got like really like validated for yeah. who I was yeah. and I was like able to like really like hook up with like all, all sorts of different people and uh, I remember at one point I was like going to these and I would go early and I'd like volunteer to help set up like I'm so boring actually I just wanted to be there yeah party. it's very very hot it's like so cute uh, <laughs> it's Wait, that sucked. Nope. <laughs> Please open with that. I demand that you open with you critiquing your own air horn usage. It's got to be exactly right. It's true. It does have a certain what, cadence. So like, what, what, what connotation is it? You wouldn't be like, oh, yeah. Oh, that's not cool. <laughs> it's supposed to be like the, oh, shit. That's cool. Oh, shit. Oh. That's not cool. No, it's not. That sounds like Morse code. That sounds like DJ Khaled is trying to catch the Nazis. <laughs> That's what that sounds like. Dude. It's like, you know, in Interstellar when he goes through the back of the Tesseract, but it's like through a DJ booth. And he's, I don't know the reference. What are you talking about? Interstellar. Do you know? I've seen it and I don't remember this, so it didn't. 
impact me so at all. So it's a bad so it's a uh, bad reference. I hate your reference. I, I love like Alex, Alex you're a film guy. Interstellar. Interstellar. <laughs> NYU Tisch Film School. All right, so I'm. I gotta. I gotta get it together. Well, I'm, I'm, I loved it. I thought it was a really fresh, good riff up top. At Thank least you. the part with. I thought my riff was pretty good. DJ Khaled trying to. Honestly, you liking it and then all of us being uncomfortable was exactly what it sounded like. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. Scene on the air horn riffs. Very, very good. Ah, we're in the apartment. We're having gay sex. This is a special episode. This is a really special one, and I'll get into it in a second. But I should, I'm going to, for the first time ever, introduce our guest within moments of starting. <laughs> um, it only took me two and a half years. But here day, we are. Great job. Um, we have comedian Bailey Pope here on the podcast. Oh, that's nice. We met okay. at Limestone Comedy Festival. We did. You've we been did. on Sunday School. We met in LaGuardia, to be fair. Yeah, we did meet um, at LaGuardia. And, uh, it wasn't time yet. I what think you... it wasn't time yet to meet. Oh, I think no, you were, it was like, not time. It, yeah, was it a weird first interaction? I didn't I, find it weird. I know, but I just remember being like, we'll, we'll get to know each other later. You know, that, that's all I remember. Uh, it was like seven in the morning. Yeah. It was, See you at Limestone. It was probably, so Limestone is a comedy festival in Indiana and um, a bunch of comedians from New York went and we were all on the same flight. Right? It was, yeah. Caitlin Palufo was on that flight. us, Ari. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, no, Ari and Emma were, uh, they, they were, were on, you, landed. Yeah. But it was a really, really fun. I love your stuff. You're a great comedian. What a, I I gotta be honest, I didn't do a deep dive on your background. That's I was just like, good. she's really, <laughs> she's really funny. I just want to have her on the podcast. I'm glad to be here. What do you what what other stuff do you have going on? You know, I uh, I mean, I've been just working really hard with stand up stuff, but I also started acting, doing some acting stuff lately, and that's like something that makes me uncomfortable, and I like that. Oh yeah. Um, and I'm actually doing my first lead in like a short next month. That's awesome. Uh, so oh hell cool. yeah. Yeah. That's Congrats. great. Yeah, thanks. And you, you, I've noticed you have a mailing list. You are I one do. of I, very few comedians I see doing the same thing that I do. You're so I was doing email until we did uh, one of our shows and I saw that you did text. I do both, but um, I, I prefer the text. I'm trying to migrate over to text entirely. See, I probably should do both. I don't know. I switched it to phone after we talked about it. Um, but yeah, I just feel like, because I'm uh, a much... Uh, newer in in stand up than uh, both of you definitely and uh, I want like I want to like just figure out how to not fuck up you know my my time. I think the number no one's gonna care about this, but I think this the is... number one thing that I did is not that I'm a better comedian than people, but I I started that mailing list day one of stand up, and it That's made that, yeah. promotion and I was marketing. Just say, just I wish like, I had been doing that for seven years. That would have been great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you just start now. Yeah. Go sign up for Maddie and Bailey's uh, mailing list right now. What, do you, yes. what are your ads and handles uh, and all that? Uh, Instagram is the actual Bailey Pope, or you can find everything on my website at baileypopecomedy.com. You have a famous sounding name. I've Doesn't heard Bailey that. Pope and that's sound famous. Uh, it's wild. a cool name. Um, the, the last name was somebody else's idea, but I picked the first one. So that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for being here. I want to, I did, I'm a mess. So I'm fully a mess. <laughs> can we just, the, I need to know. This is not now. This is not an episode of we're having gay sex. This is an episode of we're ga we're having gay hex. Well, maybe this will actually be my story because the reason Wait, hex is in C K S or hex with an like with -E an X. I'm cursed like a, like a curse. Okay, I'm convinced <laughs> that someone is out is put something on me. You know, we have a lot of gay list queer listeners, and they're super into a lot of witches stuff. And I don't witches. believe in 
I don't really believe in that. But stuff. you're so nice to them. Why would they ever do? That? I, <laughs> well, if you don't, it's not like I scream at them all the time <laughs> at shows on this podcast. Yada yada yada. You yeah, know, you might just have your comeuppance. Yeah, I think it's just time. Well, that, but this is the last episode that we're recording in this apartment before I move. I feel special. Yeah. Or, or just fucked because we're moving into a better place so that we have a dedicated studio that we, you know, and it's not my shit everywhere. So actually everybody else had a decent experience and I'm having... You're having the worst experience wow. possible. Okay. I'm going to, you know, think about this. All right. <laughs> Figure out how I feel. Wait, let's do, let's do intros. I need to come up with a, a thing for you. Cause for we're, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hall monitor, virgin, virgin hall monitor. Wait, I thought we had it. No, I come up with a different rhyme or It's different every, every week. Time. Well, the one I come oh, up with. Oh, you find a different way to bully me every week? <laughs> That's God. part of the magic of the show. I thought it was the same. I thought I could build an immunity to it. No, no, absolutely <laughs> not. You're, I'm going to bend over. Uh, what am I? Sorry, that was weirdly sexual. I don't know why I did that that way. That was not necessary. What are things that you uh, associate with like a nerd? I did pocket protector. Okay, all pass. Like you know. teachers' pets. Teachers' yes. pets. Okay. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, uh, welcome to the podcast, man. Airhorn, poorly. That was really good, honestly. Yeah, good. And I liked good. your yeah, little yeah, additions yeah. to that as well. Um, I'm Ashley Gavin, cis gay white woman, she, her pronouns. Go sign up for my shit, you piece of shit. AshleyGavin.com, tour dates, all that. We've merch is back. Blah, blah, blah. Patreon.com slash WHDS. And then, as always... The Virgin Hall Monitor to keep me from getting canceled. This teacher's pet hasn't had sex yet. <laughs> it's Maddie Wiener. Hello. <sighs> I'm Maddie Wiener. Um, gender is, I'll get back to you when I know it. And she, they, bisexual. And I've had sex with men, but Tashi, that doesn't count. <laughs> I love that you clarify that you're only a half virgin every time, but full virgin to me. Very special. Honestly, a delicate flower. You save your flower. It's important. Thank you. And Bailey, do you mind introducing yourself yeah. to whatever the people at home might need to know? Um, Bailey Pope, a trans woman, she, her. Um, those are the, that's it, right? That's Basically. Those things? Yeah, I, I fucked all sorts of people, but uh, I've been monogamous to one woman for like six years now. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a long time. It is a long time. Um, yeah. We'll get to that in a second. I want to do a bit every week now where you explain your excuse for not having sex this week. Why didn't you have sex this week? I started taking Prozac again. <laughs> I did, and I don't even need it. I'm like a totally like just grandma why why did you go back on it if you don't feel you need it just no i know i do feel i need it i i the question is why did i go off it <laughs> the question is <laughs> the question is why did my judgment lapse i haven't found a doctor you feel better that's the whole thing you feel you better feel and better. you're like i don't need meds what are they even doing to me and they're like they're holding your life together <laughs> is what they're doing for you it's it's not good so i did that and my ocd got really bad to the point that like I had a like 45 minute panic attack on stage during a headlining set and I was like, oop, 
Oop, okay, oh, it's so messing my life now. What does that feel like? I've only ever had panic. Have you ever panicked on stage? I, I have not. I've only had one moment of panic. I think I described it on this podcast <laughs> where two queers in the front row at the San Francisco Pride show had other plans, <laughs> got up and walked out of my show. They were in the front fucking row. I was like, why are you leaving? They were like, we have tickets to something else. I was like, if that's the excuse you made up, like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only that's time so that, that I've ever had real spiral panic on stage this is how i know the mind is like mental illness because it's completely unprompted it's like ocd and it'll just be like a random but i've been having panic attacks since i was seven years old what like does regularly it, i don't think we've ever fully said this what is it do you have panic attacks i don't i don't either I don't. i've never had one what does it feel i've seen one it feels like you're dying or like going to hell like for me it's like i i'm like i need to go to a hospital i need someone to like yeah stay. like it's i don't know how to really describe it except for like the worst thing i've ever experienced in my life like or it feels like you're going crazy it's like they can vary but it just feels like every fear knob in your head just got cranked up to 10. have you watched okay so ted lasso actually like they have a scene where he has like a a, a panic attack oh, really and i feel like it's the best way i've ever seen it like portrayed oh we should watch I mean, it i don't what, know what if you haven't it? seen it ted lasso it's like on apple tv what does it look like um, in the... he he really is just like sort of shutting down and it's like he's he can't even figure out what to do with his hands and, he, and he's just kind of like uh it's like this very like he's so positive and then until he like has something that sets him off and he's like i can't function i just can't function and he like has to just go sit on the curb and it's like really interesting how they portray it my i witnessed one and it was the scariest shit i'd ever seen my girlfriend at the time started her speech started slurring yeah and she couldn't she was having trouble breathing i now oh. our listeners who are at home who like work in health are about to like roll their yes. eyes so hard <laughs> at me but i was a waterfront lifeguard <laughs> so <laughs> i am the expert in the room actually over maddie who's had several i am a waterfront lifeguard so i immediately thought she was having a stroke from this yeah speech. wow so they train you for strokes when you become a lifeguard you just learn all the different signs of heart attack and not panic attack they they, <laughs> they do not teach you panic attack at lifeguard school wouldn't that be so funny we're like flipping through we're doing like stroke heart attack and it's like okay gay people <laughs> <laughs> Like, why does the lifeguard handbook have ADHD in it? <laughs> the lifeguard. I actually bet you today that Gen's, like, Gen Z kids train to be lifeguards. The guide to no. neurodivergent swimmers. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny. Do you ever have a, were you ever, like, a lifeguard or anything like that? Fuck no. I'm, like, if I was afraid of one thing, it's deep water. Like, I don't know what it is. If I can't see the bottom, there's definitely sharks. Just that, like, <laughs> I'm so afraid. Mm. Uh, and like, I remember even like the pool at my grandma's house growing up. I was like, not even looking over there with goggles because I like I don't understand it. I know I can't handle <laughs> I <don't> it. <laughs> Fuck it. It is beyond the reach of man. <laughs> <laughs> not for me. No. So, are you? What did the one on stage? What did you do? Did you keep doing your material? Did you just go on autopilot? I think autopilot? I repeated a joke at one point. I was so out of it. I was like, kind of dissociating, like watching words come out of my mouth. It was really top 10 worst life experiences to the point where I was like, okay, so we do need the meds. I think I got off stage like a little bit early. The club owner was really nice about it, but it was like, do you think the club over owner even noticed? I think people probably just thought I was bombing. <laughs> I think it just seemed like a bad set. <laughs> oh yeah. Wait, I've seen those all the time. Right, right, right. <laughs> if you don't know what a panic attack feels like, 
Have you ever bombed for 45 <laughs> minutes on stage? It would be a pretty nice cover if I just had a horrible set and I was I was actually having a mental health crisis. Oh, I should have <laughs> used that last time. Yeah. They would have loved that. Everyone would have started applauding yeah. for you. I'd be a hero. I, I, we've talked about this so much, but I've mentioned in my set that I've struggled with pretty severe depression mm. and people give me more applause for stating that I struggle with severe depression. So that, right, exactly. And then when I talk about recovery, I don't, I don't get the applause. And I'm like, applaud for the recovery. That's so crazy. Like the recovery is like the beautiful thing. So I do yeah. think that you probably could have, you probably could have just been like, sorry, everyone. Um, I, I need to be real with you guys right now. I need to and... count five <laughs> things that are red right now. <laughs> and all of your faces are red. <laughs> <laughs> what are all these tomatoes doing flying in my <laughs> Getting hit in the face of tomato. Thank you. This is really grounding right now. <laughs> None of these tomatoes are laughing. <laughs> oh, look at All right. I think we're bantered out. <laughs> right? I don't know. My gay sex from this week. Um, I think I had the last gay sex that I will have in my studio apartment. Oh, my gosh. Nice. So I wanted right. to do an... Well, I oh, don't know if yeah. I should make a happy noise or a sad noise. I don't know. I mean... <laughs> that's no, the... no. It's more of an applause. Thank you. It's happy. It's happy. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I just thought not a lot of people realize how small this apartment is and that I lived here through the pandemic and I started my podcast in here. This podcast, my podcast, this one, the one we're doing oh, right now. Oh, fuck. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing a podcast. Can you? Oh, that's why that guy is in the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we keep a straight guy in the corner oh, at all times. I not for that's... the podcast, actually, but for just my life. I, I have a, <laughs> we put Alex in the corner. And we occasionally throw him some bread and, you know, whatever. And we, 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 yeah, I bring, I have sex in front of him. He's right there in front of the bed. It's a, this bit is not landing at all. And I just thought that if you had an apartment in this neighborhood, you came with a straight guy in the corner. Oh yeah. Finance bro. He just works in, he just works on wall street. Um, actually squatting here, actually. <laughs> it's his apartment. Um, I just managed to get him. I don't know how I did it. I think he was on cocaine, maybe too much, too many drugs. Got him in the corner. Um, yeah, I've been here a really long time. Conceptualized the podcast in this apartment had the uh, majority of sex on the podcast maybe i don't know a lot of the sex on the podcast happened in this apartment and i don't know i i don't think people realize when they're not here the apartment is not walkable right now there's tripods between the bed and the coffee table between my coffee table and where all the media is you know for the podcast and the storage and it's been like a real crate and the mics sit on my coffee table. I don't have a table and you know, I, the, yeah. And I think people don't know like what a weird, I feel weirdly connected to this space because it's like been my whole life. So I just wanted to do sort of an ode to the apartment today. It's sort of symbiotic. It's like, you know, like everything probably exists together because you can't fucking walk if you have a ring light up. Right. No, you can't. Yeah. It's so you... intimate because it's like you live here and you work here and it's all kind of like folded into one space. Yeah. And, you know, I have my friends over here and I have sex right over there. <laughs> Unfortunately, sometimes on this couch. I don't know if that's sexual harassment to you. That doesn't bother me. Okay, great. I'm glad I got consent after the fact. Uh, um, but yeah, I ate ass for the first time in this uh, apartment. Right. Yeah, that would happen in this neighborhood too. <laughs> I uh, had my first multiple people in the same day oh, Okay. in this apartment. Oh my God. Are you okay? 
<laughs> <laughs> wait, wait like a threesome or just you, back no, to back no no just a really really packed out day oh schedule my god wise. no no okay wait was it like a morning and then night or was it like three o'clock and then six we debated I, okay never mind we debated no no go on <laughs> okay i guess if it was three and six and you're like no but not at night only during the day like right before <laughs> dinner i need to get the second one in before dinner so you tell me i had a date planned in the morning and then a date the night before. So I had sex with the girl the night before in the like 11 p.m. to midnight Got time it. period. Morning, had brunch. Didn't expect to have sex with this person. But we did after brunch. And then that evening I had another date. It was wow. the only two days. It was yeah. Oh my god. It was pretty intense. I think this apartment wow. has superpowers then. Well, I mean, that's I mean that's that's a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. straight couple tries to buy it, they're just going to hit it with a force field at the door. <laughs> <laughs> they're like why why do i want to adopt a cat all of a sudden <laughs> the ac's broken they're gonna be like why is there pussy juice condensing on the walls <laughs> like the side of a glass <laughs> um but that's the other thing about i had my first healthy relationship in this apartment that's pretty cool that's good i had an insanely toxic breakup in this apartment healthy wow. relationship toxic breakup no different person different people insanely toxic you know, my ex lived in this apartment as my ex for 10 months in this Ooh, apartment. Oh, Stop my it. God. Isn't that what? crazy? There's nowhere no. to be private. No, there's other. nowhere to be private. I wouldn't want to see my ex more than once a week for 10 months. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ha- mm. But we- the, this apartment has seen me through like Ooh. my entire from what we talked about earlier, my most severe point of depression to getting happy to the concept of this podcast to a healthy relationship, to, you know, some sort of success. And like every healthy relationship, this apartment has deteriorated into a toxic relationship. <laughs> and it is 100% time to break up. My AC is broken. I cannot walk. And last night, my ice box broke and something happened in the freezer. So the ice all melted, but the Ice box kept creating oh, ice. Perfect. Oh my god! So it flooded the whole <gasps> first half of the apartment, Jesus. and that's why I was like, "I'm gonna cry on this episode. I'm so tired." Oh, so yeah, I, I, last night I just like, yeah, I don't know if this is a good episode. Wow. Alex, how am I doing? I feel weird. <sighs> am I just self conscious? Yeah, it's no, a retrospective. So yeah, it's a retrospective. Celebrate. Yeah, this is emotional. Yeah. Celebrate, like, cry about it. Yeah. And thanks to you guys. Next week. I move, I have a separate space. I never have to live, eat, have sex. Well, I might have sex in my place of work, but <laughs> in theory, I can never have sex in my place of work. The basic human functions, live, eat, and podcast. <laughs> live, laugh, podcast. Po- live, laugh, podcast. Is that, is that what's on the, po- okay, I, I was wondering if it was on your you pillow. You should get a live, laugh, podcast sign. <laughs> live, laugh, podcast is the funniest, like, what do you think? Do you think Joe Rogan would have that? <laughs> Is that like the straight bro equivalent of live? Joe Rogan's love? like life would put that up. Right. Like, <laughs> I just wanted to support you, honey. Like affliction script, you know? Like, you remember <laughs> affliction shirts? All the fighters would wear like like heart fucking dragons and yeah, like yeah, tattoo yeah. art. Podcast. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's been very much live, laugh podcast in my whole life in here. So yeah. And I don't know. But this is the big question now. Am I breaking up with this apartment? And so it's just, you know, sometimes relationships, they go on for too long and they take a turn. Maybe this is the meat of this, Alex. 
maybe maybe relationships go on for too long and they take a turn and things go sour and then you're just staying together you're going through the motions like me in this apartment mm. even though it's clearly we've outgrown each other i agree with that i so i i was i was married for wait so so so, so long um and i i <laughs> so, wildly too long but like i always i say like if we were married and for as long as it was right and then like it was obviously not and then we were done and like i don't think it's a failure i think it was right, right. for when it was right and uh, then we're you know we both learned that we liked uh, everything except for each other um, and, you know, we didn't get to learn that except through each other well do you think you were in it too because i have been a i am a chronic stay in relationships too long person mm -hmm. i don't think i did that with my last relationship that was healthy i think we you know ended things at the correct time but I'm a chronic, and I have been in this apartment too fucking long. I've been here too long. <laughs> I, I mean, I I am definitely into long term relationships, but I like I got married at 19. Oh, and so like yeah. yeah, you grow up a Christian kid, and you just like stay with whoever it is that you fucked, and uh, and so yeah. like it worked for longer than it probably should have, but like um, after that, like I dated for a while, and then I met Kelly, my girlfriend, and. Um, she's fucking incredible, so. I think when you stay in something too long, it can make the toxic stuff happen, whereas, like, that relationship does serve a purpose for some certain period of time, and then it's just time to move on. Mm. I don't know who gets out at the right time, but I want to meet that person. That's a skill yeah, I wish so I had. so healthy. Like, that's so healthy when you see somebody you're just like, you know, it's just not right anymore. And just like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> what's <laughs> No, I want to drag this out and have every yeah. fight walking through the streets of new york humanly possible i just want to fight in public i want to be late to events because we're arguing otherwise you have to break up when it's still kind of good yeah you kind of have yeah. to know that it's on its way down but then it's like well but what do you mean it's not awful right exactly i don't want to <laughs> die you have to wait until it's worse than being alone <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, depends on who you are. That might be a pretty, might be able to get pretty bad. I've yeah. had people in New York specifically stay together wildly too long. Because of the rent. Because of rent. Yeah. That was another, like, yeah. And I hate you, that but truly, I also can't afford to live alone. That is truly a consideration in one of my, I think that was a big part of it. Rent was a big part of it. Mm -hmm. That's terrifying. Yeah. 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 Good luck, especially with women. Oh my gosh. Well, I've been hauling. I have the opposite problem. I'm like, I would love to move in with somebody. The, the walls in my apartment are so thin that I'm like, if I fucked even a mouse <laughs> you'd know immediately it's so <laughs> that's so funny what, what would that even what would like just the squeaking over and over again or like a mickey mouse sound i'm trying to figure out what that would say is someone is someone having a seizure on a chew toy right now what is that <laughs> and look you know me i wouldn't fuck a fly but <laughs> Is Maddie whittling? What's going on? <laughs> but yeah, that's like where I'm at with this apartment. But the second piece of it is, is my apartment cursed? Because my refrigerator broke, flooded. My AC, you know, broke. My computer fell off the counter. Or do you think I've just lived in this space long enough with it doing too many functions? You know what I mean? That things are bound to happen. That things are bound to happen. Yeah, it might just be a sample size of that many years of your life. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and like, it just feels cursed. 
I think you've outgrown it. I mean, you've obviously outgrown it. You've done every fucking thing and every person that you could. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, it can't handle you anymore. That's yeah. All it is. It's I the mean, sex. It's really I think the apartment's cute. like, you know what? You could do better. And uh, <laughs> and it's just like, I'm going to make you want to leave. <laughs> yeah. It really is that it's not you. It's me. I'm going to break the ice box. I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to be so bad that she has to break up with me. <laughs> That's truly, uh, don't do that, everybody. Don't create drama in your relationship to get the other person it's to very break bad. up with you. It's really bad. But I did learn through media that some people do that. <laughs> <laughs> through media? I learned through, I was going to say like Disney Channel, but it wasn't Disney Channel. But there's like it's just like a thing in movies. I don't think I even know anyone personally who has done that. Oh, I do. Oh, for sure. Either. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's horrifying. Yeah. Self-sabotaging. Self-sabotaging. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I know all sorts of those people. Oh, yeah. It's a big... Self-sabotage is probably one of the most fascinating topics to me yeah. as an artist and also, like, person who's had bad relationships. I feel like I know a lot of trans people who, like, when they're transitioning, like, they, like, end up, like, getting to a place where, like, they almost seem like they, like, aren't allowed to be as happy as they finally are and they start to, like, fuck up their relationships which is like, no, you can actually... You're actually fine. And, like, if you just stop like you know trying to tr trying to make something that that's not there i don't know i just feel like so many times people are like no i can't i can't be happy like yeah, something's yeah. got to be wrong i feel like that's where a lot of self-punishment comes from it's like oh no i feel like i don't deserve this happiness yeah. so let me create a problem so i feel like i'm suffering as much as yeah, i deserve totally. to sure. it's a bit it was a huge problem for me and it's still one that i like actively think about probably every day yeah I'm oh like, i know i do that to myself too it's like yeah yeah but i am leaving this apartment and I'm messing around, although I do think I might be, I do think I might be hexed and I want this to be put on the record before my flight tomorrow because I'm having a lot of trouble with technology. And if the flight goes down, I just want to let everyone know that I love you very much and please undo this curse in time for my flights. Who should we put in this apartment? <laughs> Maybe that's what we need to do. Who we do need I to give, write the... Do you want the, my apartment? Yeah. Wow. You can have my apartment. <laughs> my broken ac apartment Thank for you. the last five days of this lease if my flight goes down oh my tomorrow. god if anyone's a pilot don't like drink tonight i don't know that'd be so bad <laughs> <laughs> um but truly like thank you everybody for making this move possible the patrons it really i really needed it and thank you and i will i will weirdly miss this part of my life where it's like all oh, like the underdog you know what i mean I mean, like, you've done a ton. I mean, I didn't realize it was all, like, within, like, that small amount of time. Yeah. Well, so. I've lived down here for, like, six years, so there's... Well, I mean, everything's relative, I guess. Yeah. It just seems like you've done a, a ton. Well, so. I got very lucky over the pandemic, for sure. Not with the computer, the AC, the well, <laughs> fridge or whatever. Grading on the curve. What's that? Grading on the curve. You've done great. Yeah, yeah. It's been... It's, it's been you've done great. great. But anyway, that's my retrospective apartment gay hex from from this week maybe not my best work but the work that i could <laughs> the work that i could do on this day after the flood listener don't forget to support the patreon patreon.com slash whgs that's how we pay alex he is a full-time employee of the podcast we could not pay him on ads alone me also this is full-time work so please consider going and donating and in return for those donations you get bonus episodes you get comped tickets when i'm in your city um you get extended unfiltered uncut episodes um weekly access to my zoom stream of my show in new york and lots of other stuff patreon.com slash whgs 
Listener, do not miss me when I'm in your city. I know you miss my TikToks and my Instagram posts, and sometimes you skip podcast episodes. I'm only in town once a year, so let me text you once a year when I'm in town, or I can email you ashleygavin.com. There's going to be 25 cities on this tour. Don't miss your city. Listener, spring has sprung. Love is in the air, and that means you need your Helix mattress. You don't want to bring a girl home and have her crawl into your bed and feel like shit the next day, and then she takes it out on you and never sees you again. Help your boothang get a good night's sleep on a Helix mattress. Go to helixsleep.com slash gay sex. Take the two-minute mattress quiz, and you'll find out which mattress is best for you. And it's no stress. You get 100 nights to try it. And there's a 10 to 15 year warranty. So don't sweat this decision. But I know you're going to love it because you don't have to take my word for it. Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gaysex and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better. And dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Um, Bailey, did you have gay sex this week? I did not have gay sex this week. I have been out like on the road so much lately that like... That's amazing. I mean, I, I'm trying. I'm, I, you know, if you have a car, you can just do it. You know, you can just go and, you know, post a picture so it looks like you were busier than you were. Um, <laughs> but I, yeah, I've been gone so much. And like my girlfriend's schedule and I, like, we're just so off schedule that like we get excited when we just have a few episodes of something to catch up on. Yeah. Um, it's very, very hot. So what do you guys watch? We watch so much dumb shit. I mean, like, but like, it depends on we like, we'll be like, is tonight a, watching uh, a lie or alone? Have you watched alone? It's like surviving, like in fucking Alaska. You watched yeah. alone? It's, it's so great. It's like not produced. It's not cute. It's like literally like people go out in the woods with cameras and they run everything themselves. It's great. So it's either that or then we watch dumb shit like, uh, you know, 90 Day Fiance or like Master Chef and shit. Like reality. Just, yeah, just I'm stuff where like. I'm a huge reality TV. We like kind of care, but like we're, neither one of us is paying attention by the, like, the second half, to you know? Other. Yeah. You can do chores. We're never sad that you're missing out. Like one of us will go off to take a shower and just be like, yeah, just report back about who's gone. <laughs> <laughs> you know do you ever watch love island oh fuck yeah oh yeah are you watching this um, season we haven't gotten to the new one yet no i'm only eight episodes in so do you watch love island no i i love i love straight reality tv <laughs> you know what's funny though it's like different countries are so different like the ones yeah. like australia is incredible 
I like well, the Australia the most, ones are the best. It's some of the most sexism I've seen on TV. Australia. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, that's the only reason why I watch. Oh, uh, <laughs> no, but like they're like they're like there's like a camaraderie that like between everybody that like definitely isn't there for the London or the English one, the British one. Like, have you noticed that? I mean, like the British one, I don't know. Everybody's like just hates each other right away, and like the Australia one, I feel like everybody's huh. just like a little bit funner. I don't huh. know what it is. Interesting. Yeah, I have not. I have not caught that, but I did. I feel like the Americans were more. Oh, yeah, they're terrible. Like at odds with each other than the other two countries that I've watched. Wait, I'm so behind. They're on an island together? Virgin. Um, <laughs> so the whole. Wait, is this on TV or is this a movie? <laughs> so the TV, it's a picture, but it moves. <laughs> and sex is when you love each other. And this is both of those things? <laughs> <laughs> I hope I really hope you're okay when I call you virgin like that. Oh, That's yeah. my favorite. <laughs> this is truly my favorite thing. But we're, we are still really getting to know each other. Yeah, like truly. But I think we're get, I think we're getting there. I think we're getting like a yeah rapport. You can fuck off. But okay, Matt and I, <laughs> I'm used to that. No, uh, it's a show where I can't believe this just went from being a gay sex podcast to yeah, being like maybe not, a, not not very gay right like, now. Like my apartment and then Love Island. <laughs> but Love Island, they bring on. I have a great concept, by the way, for a TV show called Les Island, but I'll do that after I explain what Love Island is. Can't even imagine. So, lo <laughs> so Love Island takes place in a very fancy villa, like vacation home. Mm -hmm. They're there. But the difference between Love Island and every other competitive love re reality show is they're filmed 24-7, and it's run in real time. So the audience can actively vote as they watch. What? And the response that the audience, like the things they tweet about, can then be brought on. Oh my the God, show. that's so healthy. It's very healthy. Super, every, everyone wants their relationship critiqued by the masses. Perfect. Yeah. I want to do, I want to be like one of those YouTubers who's like, you can decide my life for a week. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> they'll put up like every decision and they'll be like, just vote on, should I have cereal this morning or should I go on a walk? And they do that for everything and they let their viewers like, you want their life your for a week? fans wow. to top you. Yeah. So that you don't have to make decisions. I would love to do that. You just, the way you just me. looked into camera, also, by the way. Wink. We're trying to get Maddie laid. I'm trying to get oh, Maddie okay. laid. Perfect. But that's what Love Island is. And Incredible. then it's basically se separated by guys and girls. They vote people off every week. And they have to like pair up. They have to shit. pair up. And they can really all date each other. But I want to do Les Island, where rather than separated by gender, it's separated by tops and bottoms. That's incredible. Perfect. Yeah. There's some other rules, but... But please do tell. Oh, there's a... You can switch once. So if you are a bottom and you're attracted <laughs> to another bottom, you can switch. You're not allowed to tell that person that you're switching. Otherwise, you'll be eliminated. You can't ask them, oh, can I switch for you? It has to be done in the moment. You can't, like, plan it. And when you offer to switch, if the other person does not accept you as a couple, you're eliminated immediately. And you only get one switch per season. So you got to use it wisely. Wow. It's kind of the whole hinge of the game. I feel like it'd be, it'd be perfect, too, because, like, lesbians are already used to, like, fucking and then seeing each other all the time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we call the move-in day U-Haul? The, the first day, we have, a, like, someone comes in because they bring in new people throughout to create drama. So you're in a relationship and oh then gosh. some bombshell will walk in. So that's a U-Haul every time. We've got a new It's not a Jeep. Today. They just, like, back up a rusty-ass U-Haul. <laughs> Beep. Beep, beep. They all know what's about to happen. They're like, oh my God. They don't, they're, they're not on an island. They're all in one giant coffee shop. 
they all bring their cats. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. But the thing that I think is bad about re reality TV with, with trying to make like queer stuff is they don't know how to think about the dynamics in a way that can... All of the straight TV shows are based on straight relationship rules. Mm -hmm. Right, right. And then they bring in the queer shows and they don't work as well and they get poor ratings because they don't know how to do a different dynamic of rules right they're just like here's a pile of people right exactly <laughs> go yeah and they're always like so concerned about the gender of it that they bring in every possible sexuality gender all that they don't know how to like they just don't know how to do it there's a very exciting queer show coming do you hear about this what is it Kristen stewart and her fiance are starting a queer ghost hunting show i signed i <laughs> I uh, submitted for it. Did you really? <laughs> <I> did. <laughs> As what? A ghost? <laughs> no, no, they like were like, uh, there was a call for like um, people to go and be like uh, guests, like searchers or something, you know, to like go like look fucking ghost hunting with them. I was just like, oh fuck, sure. Wait, I TV. Actually do yeah. Yeah. Did anyone do that? I actually do have follow up questions because I looked at the form and I didn't submit because I didn't have paranormal experience. Oh my God. <laughs> Alex, did you submit as well? No, I sad. Sadly, wait. You need paranormal experience. Yeah, and I feel like I didn't have any. Well, because I was, I couldn't be like, I don't believe in this. Ghosts, not gay people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought this was gay hunting, and we weren't gonna find <laughs> any. We weren't supposed. We were supposed to find evidence of it, but like no one's actually right. <laughs> we heard there's a gay couple in this spooky old house. <laughs> no, I was like, I don't really believe in ghosts, so I uh, that would actually submit. make sense though, because um, no one's ever seen lesbian sex, so <laughs> it's like kind of like the Bigfoot of sexualities. <laughs> like people don't think it's real. Sorry, I just had to get that riff in. You applied, what did you say your paranormal experience No, was? I didn't apply because I was like, you know what? This is not my place. I don't have paranormal wow, experience. Wow, that's so honest. What's your Thank paranormal you. experience? I, I told the story about like when I was growing up in the house that I grew up in, um, I remember one night I was like walking down this hall and I saw this big like figure at the end of the hallway. And like, it was like this big man body at the back of the hallway. It was definitely not my dad. And, and uh, it freaked me out and I didn't say anything. Years later, I told my brothers and they're like, and they describe the same thing. Shut up. Oh my God. And I still don't fully believe. I just like know that I saw something I don't understand, but I just don't get how to explain it. So like, I don't know. It had, it was some Are sort of- Are your brothers gay too? No. Okay. <laughs> I want to know, okay, what kind of ghost if it was, <laughs> if it was yes, then what? I don't know. Do the ghosts on Christian Stewart's show have to be gay? <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of questions about the gay niche aspect of the show. What would okay? So gay go okay. So regular ghosts like slam doors and like open your cupboards and shit. Like what would gay ones do? You know, like they're like they come and they're just, no, it's just like a like a box of dildos just fall over. <laughs> yeah, I don't just know like what a gay judging also, like, you. Ghosts are usually like people who have like unresolved issues in this life they're probably oh, all gay <laughs> most ghosts are gay they never got to come out straight all people die and yeah. they wipe their hands and they're like well what a run yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they checked everything off the bucket you're list so there right most ghosts are gay <laughs> and gay people are like is sarah thinking about me and then they come back 300 years later <laughs> They have like a misconnections that they've been thinking about for 
4,500 years. Well, Sam Morrison has a great joke about ghosts being so petty, like turning lights on and off and like knocking over glasses. Why not just kill people? But like, they're so, but that actually makes sense that they're gay. That's so, that's so crazy. What did it look like? like it was like this big, like big, yeah, just like sort of the out, outline of like a big male body that had massive shoulders and like kind of just this domey head uh and and fucking i mean that was it it was just at the back of this long hallway energy of it Uh, it it just scared the shit out of me and i turned around and i couldn't even i didn't say anything about it that's so Uh, nuts and so all of us saw like it it described the same thing or did it look it was just like the outline you said it had a dome head are we sure it's not it was like no (laughs) (laughs) it was like i mean it was as tall as like the scene it was basically like eight foot tall because it was like basically the whole uh back of the hallway and uh it was just you know the shoulder shape and then like like somebody who like doesn't have a neck because they work out too much you know that kind of shape of of a head (laughs) yeah Yeah. well i have to ask you if you have a gay sex story that you want to share even though that was very vulnerable of you to share your christian stewart applicant paranormal (laughs) i was like vulnerable what did we okay uh no i think that shit is vulnerable because people make make fun of people for like ghosts oh i make fun of people for it i mean i've seen things but like i'm also like i don't know i don't know how to explain it so i'm sort of the same way where it's like well i'm pretty sure i just saw a ghost but also probably what weird thing in our home was casting light in a certain way you know i think our brains just see certain things we don't understand and then we attribute things to it right yeah right i i okay so real like so when i first came out as trans i was going to like sex parties in the city here and like they were like have like incredible parties like really sweet like people like really like supportive and like it was like where i got like really like uh um like validated for who i was and i was like able to like really like hook up with like all all sorts of different people but i also just like sometimes would go because i just wanted to be around people who like actually were attracted to me and uh, I remember at one point I was like going to these and I would go early and I'd like volunteer to help set up like I'm so boring actually I just wanted to be there yeah party. it was very very hot it's like so cute uh, it's actually really adorable but uh, like the party it would start like at, I think it started at like 11 and until like 12 30 it was like only kissing and then it was like and then a certain time it went to like touching and then basically everything after 1 30 was like whatever you could find um, <laughs> oh and uh, leave at 1 30 okay <laughs> I would love to Curfew go to an 11 p.m. kissing party. That sounds right my speed right now. It was very cute. Just to watch. Yeah. It was really, yeah, it, it was ma- like really most of my sex with like men really only happened at those parties. Um, like minimal times anywhere else outside of those parties. And what kind of, oh, I, I didn't, I thought there were, sorry. <laughs> when you went to these parties, you were saying like, well, I have a question about just like you got married when you were 19. Yeah, yeah. To a man. Uh, no, to a woman. Oh, to a woman. Yeah. Okay, okay. So you were out. Oh. So I, no. I transitioned like. I'm so fucking dumb. Did you, just, <laughs> did you just see me not be. Did you. Did everyone. Everyone at home was like, you're. Guys, so I'm Bailey Pope. I'm a trans woman. Uh, <laughs> she, her. And take two. <laughs> No, I'm just so progressive. I'm just so liberal. I just see who you are. I just see your soul, and I can't imagine another human being. Wow. Um, did, wow, that makes one of us. Uh, so, so. Did you come out in... When I was still married. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, actually, I came out... Gosh, I came out twice, um, if that... Right. It doesn't make sense, but... No, so it makes like, sense now that you've... 
clarified your identity to me because I'm a fucking idiot. Well, okay, like so it it might still you might still get surprised. So basically, like in like 2012, I came out as trans, and uh, then everybody in my life was pissed. Like my parents were pissed. My my wife was gonna leave me, and uh, and I was still going to church at that time, and so I told them that I prayed and I'm gonna be fine. And I oh, didn't wow. transition. And so then like two years later, I was like, oh, wait, uh, actually, for real this time. And I remember that thing that I said yeah, two years ago. I yeah, yeah. I actually really want to stick really, with It's going to stick this time. Uh, I feel good about this one. Uh, yeah. So and so I did again. And then uh, so my my ex, my wife at the time, she was like supportive, like at the time, but we were poly as well. Yeah. And so she like kind of was just getting like she was just had uh, like boyfriends and stuff that she actually like was connecting with. And yeah. I was the one that paid bills and shit. Um, she didn't really like. Uh, she wasn't really into it anymore and uh so then as soon as i actually came out publicly uh she like kicked me out of my house oh my god yeah oh, I'm so sorry. uh but uh i mean it was like that was it was it was rough but like it was also like the, the best thing that could happen you know the reason i'm asking is because i get a fair amount of messages from people in marriages oh, who yeah. are going through the coming out process and I can't think of a high because you had a kid, right? Yeah, yeah. I can't think of a high. Still do, still, still alive. Yeah, uh, not a ghost. Thriving, thriving. That was that was a dark joke, but <laughs> but like a lot of people write in about that, and yeah. it's the most high stakes decision that you could possibly make. Oh, for sure, with a family. Yeah, and it seems like you're very happy with the decision. Oh yeah, oh a hundred percent. Yeah, and, and like I mean, my kid was actually super cool about it. I mean, I for like a year before I came out, I was like. Uh, identified as like gender fluid because that was what p p people called it at that time. I don't think anybody uses that term even now. Yeah, not, not but, as much. Um, but uh, uh, even my kid was just like, oh, but you're, you're not going anywhere, right? Okay, cool. And that was like the whole conversation. Uh, and it was like, oh, so mom, all right, fine, whatever. Yeah. What's for dinner? Uh, so like that was super easy for like with my kid who was uh, like uh, nine at the time. And uh and uh but like my yeah my wife was like was seeming cool about it but uh it was i think that she was really just you know waiting until i mean that's she, a, yeah not to downplay what you go through but that's also sort of it, a, it's, a it's difficult wild. thing yeah. to go through you know yeah. as a partner like she definitely knew that i had like um gender issues like even from the time we were teenagers um but like i don't think that she ever thought that i was actually going to go through with that and so but i do like as much as it sucked and like the way it went down was kind of shitty i kind of feel bad like when people are just like no like fuck you for not being on board no like just because i now f identify as this doesn't mean that you also f identify as this right you know like mm -hmm. i don't i think people do have to like understand that even it, it might take time it's or it's just like not actually it's not know, possible the same it's yeah. a process that you have to go through with your partner to right. see if it's gonna work it's almost kind of like shitty too like sometimes when people like are like oh no you're the same person it's like well, i don't really want to be the same person mm. <laughs> like, oh, i think you're, you're like the point. i see you exactly <laughs> i'm actually I see you. Su about, i'm about as different as i could like, possibly you're still be. the man i married that's not how this goes <laughs> <laughs> but that's so interesting because i do think that's for as from my perspective as a cis person that's one of the most interesting conversations that i see happening within the trans community yeah the binary versus non-binary aspect of the like the whole spectrum of it like not everyone you know using they them pronouns isn't always the safe option because some people have transitioned and their pronouns or her or his pronouns are very important to him or her you know yeah. what i mean or like 
the the per you want to be seen as this totally it's such a nuanced case by case thing it seems like to me yeah i don't think fluidity is um like the default i think right, that, that's yeah. kind of like how sometimes people look at it, like everybody is supposed to like have some sort of fluidity and like not everybody does yeah and like that's fine too but uh it also causes you know like sometimes it's just not going to work out and that's actually going to be best in the long run yeah yeah i think i just wanted to ask because it's such a i just have a number of dms from people like in the middle of that process and I think it's great that like you. I've had you to like, like walk happy... people through that. Yeah, you have so a happy. Well, don't DM Bailey. It sounds like no. Please don't. She's done a lot of emotional labor. I did labor. my part, <laughs> but like I just wanted. I want to give people opportunity to see like the happy ending. Oh yeah, it's like a really seems like a, you have a really fulfilling life. Very very happy. Yeah yeah yeah. I'm I'm very happy. Uh, yeah, I mean I think that like sometimes we get afraid to be alone in like a, a time of transition, but like uh, like. You, you're transitioning because you want to be somewhere different and so like do something different yeah ting we have that we, we have it <laughs> well, thank you we're gonna that was very vulnerable and thank you thank you for uh, not funny at all though no really uh, terrible riffs. really horrible riffs. <laughs> can we go back to the ghost stuff <laughs> can we go back to how all ghosts have unsettled like self-loathing trans and homophobia yeah and, and that, that ghost is mad that i uh assumed it's gender <laughs> <laughs> um maddie did you did you have gay sex this week? I didn't because I started Prozac. Sorry, I'm happy. <laughs> Boo. But, <laughs> I, uh, I, I don't, but I have, I have, a, I have a, what is it? Finger, finger blast from the past. <laughs> Perfect. No notes. <laughs> I had a story that, <laughs> this is just my like, I, <laughs> I think I might be I don't know if the term is demisexual I don't even know if I need that label We've been talking about demisexuality a lot on the podcast Were you on those episodes? I don't honestly remember Because the word has been ringing around in my head for so many years That I can't even remember where it began But <laughs> I don't even know I'm like I don't have, feel a cert, like a huge pull to that label But I do feel this thing of like I don't feel a lot of sexual attraction Outside of like emotional attraction with yes. it Yes Like I don't For me I have to feel super intellectually connected with someone it's yeah. hard for me when it's, I have to find something. And I really look with certain people when they're like attractive. I'm like, oh man, give me, give me anything. Dude, give me an interest, I mean, interesting It's the worst hobby. when you like go on a date with somebody super hot and you're like, oh, you're fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I did want to fuck you. If there's just nothing behind your eyes, I can't do it. I, My friend and I used to have this bit where we'd say, I wish there was a filter on Tinder where it was like, you could just show me people that fucking get it, you know? <laughs> That's what I need. A get it filter? Yeah, because if you don't get, like, if there's just not a click, I'm like, I could care less. Yeah, no, it's true. And I've been on dates, man, where I'm like, just please stop talking. Honestly, maybe if we just sat in silence, we could salvage this. <laughs> maybe if we did, like, a puzzle together. <laughs> like, literally any nonverbal communication that we yeah. could have that connects us you get that you're like pulling conversation out you're like oh never mind go back get back, <laughs> in, put it back in. <laughs> but yes i said that to say that i think i can trace this to uh a while ago where i was on tinder i yeah i was like in college and i was like just fed up with it and didn't want i think i only had it set to men at the time and so i started using it to promote comedy shows and i eventually got kicked yeah, off of i was about to say can't do that i know but i was like this is the perfect scheme <laughs> is ask 
50 different men out on dates and then just bring them to <laughs> a, comedy a comedy show. show. <laughs> That's so funny. And I was like, hey, meet me at this comedy club at 8 oh, p.m. and buy two works, drinks. Only works for men. I, Honestly. I, yeah, there's so many men that do that. I Oh, they're trying to get women to come to their shows yeah. via Tinder? No, I actually know a couple gay men that do it, like that get like audience. Sam Morrison uses Grinder yeah. and Growler and things That's like that. Wildly successful. Yeah, but it needs to be like, it has to be a, sh- like, like it has to be a, an app without customer service because if the app is big enough that there's customer service you know what i mean you're gonna get taken down yeah yeah, yeah i put up a comedy poster in my profile and they took it down yeah exactly <laughs> exactly i promoted the podcast a little bit when this first came out because i was oh that's a good idea took taken down immediately but i think it works it makes so much sense for getting men there you yeah. know maybe that's how i can increase the diversity of my show is set up a it's straight just set hinge up profile. A straight hinge profile. Have a burner phone. T- yeah, Tinder. <laughs> well, I would need one for the amount of interest this is going to get because I'm going to put the straightest fucking photos on there, and then I'll just be like, "Oh yeah, something about me. I have a weekly show at this location, and just cat <laughs> catfish." Everybody. What's Ashley's straight Tinder bio? Ashley G. Because I've thought of this character Ashley in The G. Bachelor. Because I'm Ashley Gavin. But my straight persona is Ashley G, Ashley mm-hmm. G, and she's a science teacher. Oh my Fucking god! Because course. I used to be a software engineer. You could still wear those hats. I could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could still get away with some sort of masculine dress. Yeah. But yeah, that's my my persona. Oh, that's really good. But anyway, continue. I went way off course. Oh, just that that was really. I got kicked off of the app. And... Oh, that's the story. <laughs> oh my god and then i farted i'm gonna kill myself (laughs) i thought it was the chair maddie i could have gotten away with it no (laughs) (laughs) nope more i literally thought that that sound was the chair did you think it was the chair i fully thought it was the chair mike's gonna pick it up the, do you think the Alex? Did we get it on the mic? Uh, who knows? Can we enhance? If you are able to zoom in on a sound wave enhance. and see a little blip, that's my fart. I literally, I'll jump out that window right now. Yeah, I'll jack it up. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably just put in a fart sound effect. No, because then you're gonna you're gonna choose like the wettest one. Yeah, of course oh. I'm gonna choose the wettest <laughs> fucking fart. I win, by the way. I cried first. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that is the moment that we needed. Because now you were talking about demisexuality. <laughs> and how you need something to connect with someone on. Yeah. And for me, a lot of it's vulnerability. <laughs> and I can't think of a more honestly, hold on. This is so what I do on a date with when I'm dating women and they fart they fart before me, I try to fart immediately to make them feel less uncomfortable. <laughs> Oh, we got it. Wait, I can't believe you can do that on command. Like how it's the not, fuck is it's that? It's not a- on command. Anyway, what? now we've. Well, Wait, I you guess just always was. have one brewing. <laughs> okay, don't turn this on me. Can we just look what happened for a second? Maddie laughed so hard that they farted. And then I pulled a fart out of my asshole in the name of vulnerability and demisexuality to connect with you on a podcast host level 
And now you're making fun of me for having a fart in my butt at all times. That's it. I just, <laughs> I literally just took one for the team. You guys took one for the team from me. Next continues. That has to be a shirt that you sell. Fart if you love demisexuality. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that I did a service there. Also, I just made sure that we can keep it in the main edit is what I mostly just did. <laughs> that was our slate for the end of the episode. Alex, please slate on that part. But you are you are you okay? Am I okay emotionally? Yeah. yeah. Or physically? Well, emotionally, but- I'm I'm not worse than I was before the fart. Okay, <laughs> post fart and pre fart. If I'm gonna do an analysis, actually, probably a net positive. Okay, it lightened my mood. I definitely <laughs> strained a muscle trying to push that fart out. Did you really? I I feel a little crampy, <laughs> but thank you for your service. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're really an ally. <laughs> <laughs> I am. All right. Well, I don't know an ally of what people that IBS people that are people that aren't getting laid and are using Tinder mostly for just kind of jokes and bits. Um, well, I'm. Thank you for sharing and thank oh. you for farting and and not super freaking out about it. And you, just FYI, you could have totally gotten away with it for next time. Next time, and there will be a next time. <laughs> well, anyway, that's. I think that we're done. I don't know what's gonna top the fart. I you are. <laughs> I did top my fart. I did top your fart. I took your fart and I said, I raise you this fart. It's definitely the way to end this apartment. <laughs> Just farting we're, on We're command. saging it for the next person. <laughs> um, I will say, though, bottoming for a fart is probably the better pun. Bottom fart. Oh, whatever. All right. We're done. <laughs> now, at this moment, we're going to do butt plugs, which is incredibly appropriate. Perfect. What do you, where can people find you? What do you want people to get on the mailing list, I'm assuming? Yeah, definitely the, the mailing list on baileypocomedy.com. Uh, yeah, and, uh, and uh, Instagram, the only or the actual Bailey Pope. Um, Maddie, anything? Maddie T. Wiener on Instagram. My link tree has all my links. Um, I'm putting stuff on YouTube. And I'm also starting a Substack. I think. Just what kind of a, a Substack? It's like a newsletter type thing. And it's going to be a lot of like queer essay writing kind of among other things. So if you're interested in that, that link will be on my Instagram. I love probably that you're the time starting a out. queer essay writing column before <laughs> you have gay sex. That... <laughs> no, it's mostly gender stuff. It's mostly gender stuff. Okay, my bad, yeah. my bad. Excuse me. I'm so sorry. Um, and I don't Cancel. know when this is coming out, but... Philly, Ohio, Pittsburgh, Minneapolis, Milwaukee, maybe. Probably not. Irvine in November. And more to come. Get on the text list. <laughs> Goodbye, apartment. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. One more time. Tour dates. AshleyGavin.com slash tour dates. Find out, sign up for the text alert. Patreon.com slash WHGS. This podcast cannot run on ads alone. Not even close. You can donate as little as a dollar and you get bonus content. We're having a quarterly live podcast. So every three months, we're going to do a live podcast. And if you are a patron, you get to watch that. So that's cool and all, all kinds of other great perks. And then look, I've had many gay thoughts, hundreds of gay thoughts at this point. I'm running out of gay thoughts. 
So Maddie is filling in for me today with the gay thought. Hello. My gay thought of the day is I was talking about, we were talking about this a little bit about, like I use she, they pronouns, and that explaining they, them pronouns to uh, an older generation is weird. And I, look, this is a, I'm going to be honest, this is a bit I'm working on, but that I don't think it should be that hard for them because, okay, like boomers are the generation that's the most like, you're a man or you're a woman and there's nothing else and you don't touch it. Totally. Even more so than like generations before them. Totally. Yes. Yeah. But it's weird because if you ever met like an old like boomer who was in the Navy and every time they see a ship, they're like, she's a beauty. <laughs> and I'm like, she, what are you? That is so much weirder than whatever I'm doing. You know what I mean? It's just metal. No ass, no tits, nothing. And they're like, she's so hot. And it's like, why? You know what I mean? I'm like, how? They do it to cars too. Yeah. They gender machinery. They think anything that I can get inside and control is a woman. <laughs> Bro. Is that a line in the joke? <laughs> no, I might add that yeah, now. That's but true. that's, so I'm saying, you know, I just think it should be a little easier to. I'm I like, love the idea that uh, the control room is a pussy. <laughs> or pussy is a control room. Or an engine room. Yeah, you can't find the clip, but you're like, I know what starport means or whatever. Like. Star <laughs> Starboard. Starboard. Starport. Starport. That's my favorite Star Trek. <laughs> that's a great gay thought. I love that. Thank you. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. Thank you, Maddie.